Hey, Gabriel. Hey, Gabriel Jose. Where are we today? Today, we are at the powerhouse. We tried to go to Lone Star, but there was a line, and yep. so we were like, fuck this, we're going to yep. go to powerhouse. I think that the Lone Star regained its full popularity, you know, like faster than I was expecting. Which yeah. is bizarre, because on a week, well, it's Sunday today, but most times... The Lone Star is completely empty. Completely empty. Yeah, but Sundays, you remember about it, with the uh, beer busts, used to be That's fairly crowded, yeah. you know. Yeah. There were like, just people like, just going from the Eagle to the Lone Star and back, you know, so I think that is normal. I'm surprised that now, when we arrived, this was completely empty. Now it's a bit more likely. But, mm-hmm. what did we watch today? Today we watched the 2013 classic... <laughs> This was Sorry. my pick, so I'm <laughs> trying to think of all the best adjectives. The two thir- 2013 film, um, Stoker. Stoker, directed by Chan Wook Park. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The director from uh, the Old Boy. And Old Boy and the Handmaiden. Handmaiden, not the yeah. Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> not the Handmaid's Tale, the Handmaiden. The Handmaiden, yeah. yeah. Uh, and as this was your pick, why? I why? Pick, I. <laughs> I picked this film for many reasons. One, because I saw this in theaters when it came out, so, what, seven years ago? But also, we just recently watched Pedro Almodovar's first English-language film oh, yeah. debut uh, that starred Tilda Swinton, and this is Chan Wook Park's very first English-language film, so I, I, I found it interesting that we were watching Pedro Almodovar doing that, and I wanted you to see this. Don't for shake the your audience, head for the audience, I'm like just <laughs> shaking my head like pretty slowly. Uh, so, as this was your pick, uh, and you already watched it, that actually, yeah. yeah. I thought that we were friends, man. Uh, so I guess that is my time for summarizing. If you don't like it, I can walk away <laughs> right now because you're a son of a bitch. So, uh, this movie... It's about uh, Wednesday Adams, like coming of faces, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and just told me, just told me that you didn't pick that. <laughs> Alright. Okay, so uh, it's the story of this uh, young girl, well, like 16, 17 years old, probably she's still like a high schooler. No, she's 18. It's very. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah, she yeah, became she, I think it's important mm-hmm. that she actually just became 18. She became an adult, she became legal to have sex. It's very important well, to Well, depending the on the states, probably she could already have sex like that's for three true. or four yeah, years, yeah. you know. I mean, that? Utah, where yeah. I grew up, it's like 12. So. Yeah, exactly, you know. Uh, so. Uh, this girl just lost his father in a very truculent kind of way uh, that we only hear like the details from the uh, service in the house in the mansion that she lives in. Uh, and then immediately, well, the mother is actually Nicole Kidman, and then the, uh, immediately the uncle just moves in with that. And it's like he's this kind of very charming character, supposedly, or that's what the script tells us that he is, because the girls in the high school scream when they look at her, and they just get wet. And yeah, uh, the uncle is so fucking beautiful, but in a very unconventional way. So, like, when you say, like, we're supposed to understand these things, yeah, yep. like, you might not understand it, but Matthew Good is super, super, super hot. Sure. For a certain type yeah, yeah, of person, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like maybe a bit more of a classical beauty, but at the same time, they paint him in a bit of a mysterious bad boy 
kind of way. And we're meant to, like, think, like, who is this guy? He's so sexy and so mysterious. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, but it's no subtle whatsoever. No, Nothing no, in this not- movie is subtle. It's like that's, it's like basically the script have the subtlety of you know, someone like just throwing a stone to your eyes. You know, yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> it's very, you know, like blatant because how Nicole Kidman started like, just falling in love immediately with him. That if he's like, oh my god, what is this mystery about? Were they like in complot for actually just killing the father? Is I hate, I hate the way you're describing this movie is it because I loved it, but it's not inaccurate okay. at all. <laughs> Honestly, everything feels like this, and when you told me who wrote this script, you know, it's like I just felt like this explains a lot because this script is <laughs> it's bad. <gasps> the script is just blatantly bad, but it tries to be it tries to be better. It tries to be better than it actually is. And the problem that I have with this movie, I will keep summarizing, but it's like yeah. beautiful. It's, I think that it's like beautiful shots. It has like many scenes that you think is okay. There is like a care for just putting all the scene, you know, like the mission song, is that the guy understands, like, the visual language of cinema, you know? Is that we actually can talk about old boy or the half maiden, is that they are also beautiful things. Like, he brings that kind of Asian sensibility, you know? Like, the last scene, spoiler alert, when she's about, like, to shoot the, uh, the rifle, you know, like, yeah. the sheriff, and you see, like, the blood on the, uh, on the pure... Flower. So it's not subtle, even on that part, but it's, a, it's beautifully made. It's not subtle, but if you compare it to Old Boy, you can't deny that this film is the definition of subtle. Okay, man, I mean, if I compare it with Kill Bill 2, you know, it's a, yeah, it's subtle, but it's, a, it's a still a very amateur screen. <gasps> oh my god! Amateur. I don't think I've ever felt these strong emotions towards you. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry, man, but it's like everything, even like the scene, is that they play a lot with like, is imagining things at the beginning. At the beginning, they play a lot with like, is imagining things, or is really like the uncle, like playing the piano in a masterful way, like next to her, while she actually just wets herself. It's not that she wet herself, and uh, thank you for bringing this up, because there's a scene where Mia Wasikowska's character Mm -hmm. is playing the piano, and her uncle, her genuine uncle, comes and starts to play this... I don't even know how to describe it. It's it's a duet. Yep. It's a duet, yep. and he plays, and she orgasms. I don't know if it's because I play the piano, but that was Did one of orgasm? the most like erotic moments of any film I've ever seen. I felt like it was... I think that it was like my favorite scene. Let's just leave it like that. I don't think that it's of you the know, film. Of the film. Yeah. You know, when they're like just playing the piano, because I think that also like how they play with the music, you know, a bit more of a... I like the scene where he actually just puts the arm around, you know, there's a bit more about like just dominating, you know, dominating her, like subduing her, you know, like just showing the control that is displaying over her, you know, and I feel like that's well made, but it's like when I think about the overarching story, I feel like all the characters are as dumb as they get. Everything felt like so super far-fetched on every single sense that I felt like this is what I would expect of a TV film. Like, better songs. But is it the script? It's from a TV film. I have no idea because it actually made me think of, and just hold to this, <laughs> made me think of the script of The Guest. Oh my god. Fuck you, man. Fuck you. I'm sorry, man. I, I see what you're saying, but I completely disagree. I think 
the beauty of the cinematography is it's incredible and with Nicole Kidman it's and Mia Wasikowska and Matthew Good like they're fantastic actors I think the script is interesting but if for you it feels like a little bit shallow I, I can't <laughs> I can't disagree with that because look I, I mean when we go to the questions it's like I was thinking about it and I was thinking okay visually has been pretty good you know it's like it's something that is a, from a visual perspective it was good but now everything else about this movie for me personally for me was forgettable if I had watched it like at the beginning of this week and today is Sunday, I wouldn't have remembered like half of it. Honest to God, this blows my mind because I I woke up at like 9 a.m. today. It's now Sunday at 6 p.m. I watched this film in its entirety and I finished the film and I watched the ending three or four more times because I thought, this is incredible. This visually is something that I'm so interested in and it's so unexpected. And was it unexpected when they actually say like multiple times that she used to be hunting? He's like, yeah, her father used to actually just dissecate everything that she would kill. They say, huh, huh. I wonder where this is going. I don't know. Do you like actually the role of Nicole Kidman? No, she's a piece of shit. Well, she's okay. I'm not saying I'm not saying that the human that she represents is a piece of shit or not. I'm talking about like no. I liked what she did. I think her role, the the role she played, was incredibly beautiful. Not beautiful, brilliant. Uh, she was a piece of shit, and we watched that, and Nicole Kidman played that exactly as she should have. Yeah. You disagree? Oh no, I think that she does as much as she can with the script that she's given. And the script she was given wasn't much. Like no, she wasn't was asked not. to do much no, at no, all. No, it was not. She was like just a vehicle for the daughter for India to actually just feel stuff, you know. And now that I know that Wentworth Miller wrote the script, I'm like, why is Nicole Kidman committing to this at all? Like, I honestly have no idea about like how these people actually read the script and say like, we want to do that. But imagine you're an actor and you're like, oh, there's this amazing script by Wentworth Miller, but it's Chan-Wook Park. Wouldn't you jump at the chance to do something like this? And uh, let me remind the audience that this is why I asked you to watch this film, is that mm -hmm. we watched the, the Human Voice, which was the first uh, English-language film by... Yeah, by Amador. Amador. Yeah. But the script is good. The script there is really no, the good. Script, yeah. The script is amazing. It's a, and Tilda Swinton like, does a slam dunk with it. You know, she actually knows how to deliver every single word and make it believable. You know, it's like it's just a woman like, just talking for 30 minutes. In this movie, is girl orgasming while uh, the uncle that murdered his father is like, sitting next to her. And actually, the uh, Nicole Kidman also getting murdered by the uncle. He's like, I, I just feel like, look, this is. This is a pastiche. This is a pastiche of a, you know, like a psychosexual thriller kind of thing and it feels like it doesn't for me it doesn't really work because I feel like all the characters are like just parodies of what I would find in other thrillers I don't disagree with you but at the same time I think 
like this film there's so much artistic direction there's so much there that I just want to be like this you're going to love it I want to love it yeah. yes but let me just ask you something is uh, do you think that there can be stuff that is beautiful but shallow yes Okay. And so you think this is that film? That's, is beautiful that's but shallow? It's, like, it's something that is it's beautiful if you only look at the image, if you sort of think about like the script. It's, like, it's dark. It's pretty dark. So I met you in 2012, I think. Yeah. This film came out in 2013, and I feel like I would have run to you and be like, Jose, Jose, you have to watch this film, it's incredible. And that would be the end of our friendship. And then you would have said, <laughs> like, no, thank you. Yeah, we're, we're good. Let's not talk about cinema. It's pretty clear that we are in different wavelengths. It's like, I like the idea of seeing like, just blood splatter on just Christine uh, flowers. But honestly, there can be a bit more to you cinema. Have more, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I totally get that. And I, I laugh at myself from the early 2000... Whatever. Say yeah, whatever. Yeah, Because I would have recommended this to you wholeheartedly. I, I would have been like, Jose, you have to watch this. This is super important. Um, and I remember my initial reaction to the film was that it was a good film, not important, which I think is why I never recommended you watch it. But this time I was like, this is a fucking good movie. Wow. That's, that's my reaction. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. I watched the ending like three times. I thought, this is incredible. But the ending, we're talking about like just when India shot the uncle. Yeah. You know, yep. And then she actually nope. goes away on the car. She gets a stop. There's nothing more to it. Her. Yes. No. I think it's incredibly amazing. Wow. And I thought the style of Chanwook Park was incredible. I It's really one, you know, like, as I told you again, it's like it's really well shot, and that's the thing that it makes even bigger the contrast into the story that you're telling. is done as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but you do it beautifully, but it's, like, it's so obvious when you have, like, this visual language that is so appealing, you know, so incredible, and, it's like, and you actually wasted it in doing this. It's like, honestly, and how about the movie I was just thinking about, like, just doing, like, the connection with the Adam's family? Because they actually display India as it was like, when is the Adams? You know, and I was thinking, it's like, well, Mortis is being a bit of a bitch after losing Comet, you know? <laughs> But it like, actually gets along with Fester. But let But me it's ask you. Hot. Fester is hot here. Let me ask you this. This film is. So again, my standard for a 7.5 is that it's a good film. How would you how would you rate this? And I don't want to put us to the, the scoring immediately, but. For me, uh, I will get one more. Yeah, Ramon. Yes, one more. Thank you. I would say this is better than this is an above-average film. No. Sorry, you man. don't think so? I don't think so. We're going to be like getting to the scores later, but is like, just tell me, is like, how did you feel on the scene where the uh, uncle with the car is just following the bus, you know, with all the students, and all the students are going crazy <laughs> about her? How did you feel? Just tell me, how did you feel about that scene, and just tell me, is like, what is the point that they're trying to make of that? No, that scene was very, very, very basic. Very basic. It, it's, it's the kind of thing that this guy doesn't know how to write a character. The script is like completely empty. But just because the, the director doesn't know how to write some sort of like... Not the director, I mean like the screenplay writer. Went, Wentworth Miller. Sorry? Wentworth Miller. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's that guy shouldn't be writing. 
Shoot it. I don't know if the other movie that he wrote it was amazing. You know, no, it has zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Zero percent. <laughs> <laughs> the only saving grace of this movie is actually the directing. But that's the reason why I feel is like this guy actually thought he said, I'm going to the States, I'm going to be doing, you know, like I'm going to be using my strengths. And he goes with this script, he's like, What the fuck are you thinking? He's like, At least put on whatever. He went like, Hey, I already adapted this in the past. Now that I'm like more sophisticated, now that I have like more understanding of how this works, he said, I can make an elevated piece. And he does. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, so from that perspective, I just feel like, oh, I just, okay. uh, from that perspective, it's like, I don't understand it. Because he hadn't done like the High Maiden yet. The High Maiden is like 2017, I think. And the High Maiden is like a really good movie and it still uses like the twisted mind that he has in Old Boy, you know, and he tries. Maybe he read the script and like, oh yeah, that's the twisted thing that I like. But it's almost like twisted, as I was telling you, Archie Comics, twisted. <laughs> And to be honest, I watched this film this morning, and then my husband came home from the gym, and we went we went to brunch, and he asked me, hey, did you like the film that you watched this morning? And I was like, fuck yes. <laughs> fuck yes. It was so good. And I was thinking, like, is this just the type of film that I like? Is no. this the film? Well, it's true that it's uh, like middle, high class, like being unhappy when they have yeah, no reason for that. Class, yeah. like, uh... But usually it's a bit more of a drama, and this is a bit more of a thriller and a mystery and a spider like just climbing someone's thighs. But I think what I loved about this film was that it was the combination between like Mia Wasikowska having a spider crawl into her vagina okay. and also like us determining the fact that she's a sociopath. Yeah. Well, like. Everyone in the family, basically. Yes. It's like we don't see too much about the father, but it's like I assume that he was also like desiccating all the trophies of the daughter. So probably he yeah. was like also a bit not okay. Let's and I wanted to, to learn more about the father and about how he was trying to. It's basically Dexter, right? Like. Yeah. Yeah. The dad was like, oh, you have to go kill birds so you don't kill another human. Yeah. But it's like it's not developed that much, you know, it's left in a way that is like you are not capable of just writing something interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's it's, true. It's like just face value, it's that like you could do like more than this, it's that like the premise is not bad per se. At the beginning it was like just, you know, like curious, but then when they use like, you see more stuff than what is there. It's like, no, she has a couple of hallucinations, you play with the, is he dreaming this or not? And then it's like, shit. So a lot of the reviews I read were like, hey, we should try and understand if her reality isn't completely real and what is her perception and what is, like, the father's perception. But the father's perception is never really there. It's like he only shows up in a couple of flashbacks. Yeah. He's mentioned a couple of times, but he's never like fully fledged into a character. And the uncle is like a parody, basically. It's like he goes like murdering everyone and no one calls out about like, nobody, hey, everyone nobody is disappearing around us. <laughs> he's like, eh, we don't know. Maybe they just left. Yeah, there are a lot of holes like when the housekeeper disappears and when the, when the boy that she's super interested in disappears. Yeah, no. It's, there are a lot of holes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, man. He's like, I don't want to just piss on your parade, <laughs> but at the same time, he's like, I think that this is one of those movies that I felt like, just like, what were you guys thinking? He 
it's yeah, like yeah. you guys should actually have given like the script to someone else. He said, let's just, I don't know, just pick Charles Kaufman. I'm, just super, what he would do with this. I'm super curious to hear your score. <laughs> let's just go over the questions. All right, first. let's go over the questions. Uh, so first question, would you watch it again? No. <gasps> it's like, absolutely no. I'm sorry. But I don't I don't think that I miss anything. That is like, well, with the second viewing, I think that I'm going to be enjoying more this part of the story. It's like, no, the part about like the belts and everything is <laughs> so dumb. About like, oh yeah, now that I have my father's belt, no, it's like when no, I'm embracing no, my sociopath kind. It you was know, so psycho- significant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I would absolutely watch this again. Oh. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, would you recommend it? No. Because, as I told you, and I'm very answer, well, no, I wouldn't recommend it to my parents or to anyone else. Okay. Nothing more to say? <laughs> I don't want to give away like, the other answers. I would recommend this 100%. I think it's a, it's not a perfect film, but it, it's a very interesting film. <laughs> okay. Uh, would you remember it? No. Jesus Christ! I no, I told you. It's like I, if I have watched this on Monday, I have forgotten it. You know, it's like maybe I don't think that even like the trend on the visual language is enough for me to actually remember a specific scenes of it. Yeah, I will remember this one hundred percent. Oh my God! That's probably like the biggest kind of disagreement that we had. Is there anything artistic about this? Oh yeah, yeah. On that perspective, definitely. You know, I think that it's a completely artistic. It's yeah, like he, the direction is incredibly yeah. strong. Yeah, incredibly the visual strong. language that he uses is that he knows what he's doing. It's like I like the scene when the uncle goes to see uh, Nicole Kidman towards the end, and they have like the two doors to the same room. They're like, this makes no sense. Yeah. But it's like they know exactly what is going on at that point. And that tension of how he builds is that it actually is built properly because of the language, the visual language that he knows how to use. Is this a timeless piece? Let's just say that I don't think the value of this movie would change if I watch it in 20 years compared to now. So I'm going to say yes, because you're a son of a bitch who can't acknowledge that this is an important film. <laughs> is it a credit peak? Is it a sort of like a... It's not. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um... Would you turn this into a TV show? No. Well, yeah, it was the Adams family. Fuck you, man. <laughs> so you would say yes? No, I would say, say no. no. I would say no. I'm sorry. No, I wouldn't turn this into a TV show. Uh, I think that it could be turned into a TV show, but it's like with the kind of script that I'm seeing there, it's like I don't want to know anything else yeah, about there's it. There's nothing more about yeah. that story specifically. Exactly. Yeah. You could do like a more interesting story, like more well paced, you know, but it's like like this. No, no. He said, with this script as a base, he said, no, you already you already did your thing. Let's just move on. Do you think this movie could have been better? Yes, 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 yes. How? Yes. Tell me, tell me. Just giving someone that know what is writing, just giving the script. Just doing like another pass and say, look, this guy, this guy is not good. It's not good. I can't believe this. I can't believe how much we disagree because my answer to this is no, this film could not have been better. Uh, I wouldn't turn it into a TV show. And I feel like the handling of these characters have been... It was so beautiful. It was so unique that I don't think anybody could do any better. 
<laughs> okay. No, no, but I respect your opinion. Sorry, I made a joke. You know, about just laughing a bit. But I respect your opinion. I also think that usually when we watch movies, you are okay with sacrificing a bit of the uh, substance of a film if actually the aesthetics are yeah. good. As I, for me, it's like I cannot look past that. It's like if it actually gets to a threshold, it's like I'm going to be like calling you out. All right. like you can do. You can just take a turd and just make it look like amazing on the biggest screen. You know, so you can just do like amazing photography over a turd, you know, like the flies in slow motion. Let's get into it. It's like, oh my God, the filters that you use, it can be incredible, but it's still a turd. And it's only the feeling that I have here. And that's how you feel. This yeah. is a turd. Yeah. Well, I don't feel like it's a turd. I feel like it's not as strong as it could be. It's like I'm not afraid of actually calling it out as this is weak. The script is weak. The visual language is pretty good. The acting is good. But I feel like if I asked you to think like, okay, so what what you're available to go to see a movie in theaters today, mm -hmm. compared to that, how would you rate this film? We just watched like a movie that is on the cinemas last week that it was The Killing of Two Lovers. And I think that The Killing of Two Lovers is significantly superior to this. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, the script no, is solid. <laughs> the visual language is also good in that movie. You know, is that this has the visual language that is a bit more of a, I don't know, like intimate or whatever, you know, and the other one, it actually just plays a bit more with the larger scale of you're in Utah, there is nothing else. Is that you're like this small piece, you know? In there, is like, it's going to be like changing anything. I felt like that movie is significantly smarter than here because it actually just connects better, like the script with the visual language. Here, I felt it's like the script is the kind of a story that you like. Like, like an old boy about like twisted family stuff and incestuals but the visual language is significantly better than the material that you're working with the material that they are like just speaking out loud every single time that Nicole Kidman was on the screen and she says something I felt embarrassed I felt like no no just stop yeah everything she was asked to do was very very embarrassing Mm -hmm. I felt bad for her, but yeah. she also played like a, a fantastic part. With the role that she's given, yes. I mean, she's a talented actress and she shows it, but it's like you can be talented, but once again, it's like if you're working with a turd, there is so much that you can just do with it. So now we have to score the film. Do you want me to score it first or do you want to just. This was my pick? Yeah, I, I absolutely know my pick, so yeah, I want you to do it first. All right. I'm going to give it a 5.5. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I told you that it's like for me a six is okay. It's just run of the mill kind of thing. Five is <laughs> mediocre. Is that like this because of the visual language? I give it a bit more, but it's not a six film for me because the script made me cringe and made me laugh out loud many times. My God, I've like never time, felt like more. No, no, no. Like the time, like when, uh, <laughs> what is the name of the aunt? Uh, aunt Jenny. Uh, aunt Jenny. Yeah. When she actually decides to go to the other motel, and she's like, there is like thirty seconds of awkwardness when she's like just staring around in the room about like, this is disgusting. <laughs> like so dumb, and then she just goes to call through the phone booth, and the other guy like shows there. He's just like, you told me that you were going to the other hotel, but you didn't. I just, I was just laughing. Like out loud, like what is, what is this, what is this shit? Am I supposed to be like taking this seriously? <laughs> and that's fair. And I'm going to give it a score of an eight. This is above. It's it's more impressive than a good film. This okay. is 
I think that we would have like a similar conversation if we were like just to talk about only lovers left alive. <sighs> you know how I feel about that movie. I do. Yes. yes. I think that visually is perfect, you know, but it's, I feel like it's super partially swallowed. Maybe if I rewatch it again, maybe I would like it more, but that time I feel it's like, eh, it's destruction porn, it's Detroit. You already have that for even. <laughs> and I feel if, like if we were to try and rate that film right now, I would also give it an 8 and you would give it a 5.5. No, I would give it a bit more because I think that Tilda Swin, I think that the script is better. I think that the script is actually aware of what it's trying to do. About, like, I don't want to, pro- to go deep too much. I want to just present these two characters that they don't need to go deep. They already know each other for centuries. You know? And I think that you can get away a bit better with that. You know, so I think that on that one, maybe I will give it like a seven. I still think that is not. A you would score it better than this film? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yes, of course. This film, I was like, honestly, I didn't. I thought that it's okay. He's going to like it because the aesthetics are uh-huh. pretty good. It's like just really well, you know, like curated. The guy knows what he's doing from a this perspective. But man, I didn't think. I thought that you would be like a seven or a seven point five. No, I fucking love this movie. Oh I loved it. <laughs> yeah, it's this. I mean, I'm laughing from the perspective of like how different our experience was watching it. You know, not for better or worse. I'm just saying that I just felt, boof. And then, just for the audience, after watching this, I watched the la- the latest The Conjuring movie because I had to get. HBO oh, I just Max. watched that. Yeah. What did you think of that? We don't have to uh, analyze it's this. Not great. Yeah, I actually fell asleep watching it. Oh no! With a horror movie. <laughs> Just think about that. <laughs> All the scary things is like, this story makes no sense. Yeah. I mean, there is no, no con- it was not continuity good. It was not good. Now he's possessed, now he's not, now he's possessed again. He's like, well, but, no, no, he's not possessed. He's cursed. He's cursed. He's completely different. Yeah. So, like, nothing to do with their it's, it's just, oh my god. Is it, This is like the curse of a... Of horror movies, that the first one is going to be like fairly okay. I think the first one is good, actually. And the second one was like, eh, sure. And this one was, of course, it went straight to streaming because that was bad. I really wanted to like that movie. I really wanted to like it, and I couldn't. But I just had like that feeling of, okay, it was like this movie that I didn't enjoy. I'm going to be like watching this other one that is like just telling me that it's right now until July 4th. I said, I need to watch it now. And I watch it and I face like, what am I doing with my life? What kind of cinema am I watching? It's like, I, I just feel like I just regress. So what are we going to watch next? So uh, I kept thinking that it's a, this is a thriller, no? This is a psycho-erotic, well, not really erotic, but no, it's like a psycho-sexual yeah. thriller, you know? Uh, I wanted to actually just explore the original adaptation of a movie that we both really like. Initially, I thought about like watching the version that we really like, the Antonio Mingela version, but I wanted to watch like the first. So good. Yeah, because we actually watched it for this, but we weren't recording back then. So I would pick eventually that one, but I wanted to watch the Alain Delon adaptation of a, well, a star by Alain Delon adaptation of a, the talented Mr. Ripley that is called Purple Moon. All right. For 1960, 1960, I think. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm down. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else to say about Stalker? I, I'm super shocked you have so little taste that uh, <laughs> it didn't allow you to appreciate this film. 
I mean, it's fine. The, the I feeling is mutual. Yeah. <gasps> I feel the feeling no. is mutual that you can be so swallow <laughs> that it's like when there is like something aesthetically pleasing, you're like, I'm going to ignore the screen. I just want to say that when I watched this film in 2013, I left the theater and I thought, this has problems, but it's interesting, it's important. And when I watched it this time, I was like, this is a perfect film. But this is a perfect film. This is so good. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I had a feeling almost that we watched like two different movies. We did. We yeah. did 100%. Yeah, maybe we should watch it together. And I'm going to be like pinpoint <laughs> every single, you know, like Mystery 3. Mystery I would love 3, that. 3, you know, like just go over. You just over come over, hang out. Yep. It's like, yep. yep, the spider. Yep. Yep. That's just going there. It's like, yep, it's going inside. You know, it's like metaphor. <laughs> metaphor. It's a metaphor. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, man. Well, to everyone listening to us, this has been like just pretty short. Uh, it, it's short, but this film is very important. It's very. <laughs> what else to say about it? What else? You should say? watch this film and, and, and yeah, give yeah. us your feedback. Yeah, just just actually write us, write yeah. us, just reach us out in whatever kind of way. By being uh, all the dating apps, or you know, whatever you actually care about this podcast, just come to us. Just come to us in whatever way. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. And uh, anything else? Wash your hands. Bye. <laughs>